So currently, <laughs> my ceiling is leaking. So every now and then, a drop of rain falls on me. So <laughs> we got to move the Max. <laughs> the oh, iMac. Is, yeah, the iMac is periodically getting hits. Welcome back. Welcome back. The Racing Addicts. The Racing Addicts. Liberal tears. So, the racing addicts. Welcome back. I'm about to break something. All right, the racing addicts are back again. We are in a uh, cold, rainy Pennsylvania. I am periodically getting raindrops dripped on me because apparently my roof is leaking. So it's a new experience. Very professional studio we got here. And I am joined locally by my buddy, uh, Mr. Muma. How are you doing, my friend? Doing good. I'm happy to be back in the studio. Oh, it's good to have you. Yeah. Now it's weird because you're here, but David's not. I know. It's it was, uh, Try to get that perfect formula. It's hard to get, right? It, it really is. <laughs> and we thought we had it tonight. And... Uh, he had to go like take care of his kids or something. I guess that's what fathers do. Yeah, I guess you gotta have to do that at, at every now and then. Every yeah, yeah, that's weird. I don't, I don't know this life at all. So, um, and it's we are joined. Radar, that's for sure. <laughs> and we are joined remotely by somebody from. I honestly, I actually have no idea where you are. So I'll just let you introduce yourself and where you are. What's up? What's up? This is Nolan Ross Chastain, fan number one, big <laughs> fan. Uh, I'm at you live in Pennsylvania in spirit, but physically in uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina. Hey, my buddy's from Rock oh, Hill. Chris, nice. Chris is okay. right in Rock Hill. It's a good diner around there. Nice. Rock Hill Diner's pretty good. I feel like I'd rather be in North Carolina. What's the weather like? It's going to be uh, It's 68 and climbing. The further south I go, it's, it's getting, getting good. It was uh, raining the whole trip up until about two hours ago. And now all of a sudden I'm seeing sun, see the sunset. I think we are out of the mess. Yeah, I feel like I'd rather be there. I'd yeah. definitely would rather be there now. So that's, yeah. It's supposed to be good weather next weekend. Oh. Roval. I was kind of hoping it would rain because the, the rain Roval race would be fun to go to again. It it was really good to watch. Yeah. Uh, so, Mitch, you are going to Roval next weekend. I am, yes. I'm going to the Roval. Uh, yep. I'd, really not going for the race, going to see, see friends, um, just visit the area. It's, I haven't been back there since I left. So, uh, gonna eat a lot of cookout and have a good time and look at the lake <laughs> and look at the, look at the lake. Yeah, Mitch has got to have his lake. I'm gonna drink some beer on the water or near the water, one of the two. So, <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. I like that. I'm a little jealous. I wish I could go. I've kind of had the room on my list. Yeah, I wish, yeah, everybody should just call off working. Well, <laughs> no, and technically, you are working, you can just get a load and deliver yeah, it to Charlotte Speedway. and... We got an extra ticket yeah, for the Xfinity my, race. Let me call my boss and see what he says. Aren't you the boss? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when? The boss wants to go to the racetrack. That's what I heard. I literally have so extra. Uh, I literally have extra Xfinity tickets. So if, if, if anybody wants to go, I have. We have like eight combined. Like they're giving out free tickets to the Xfinity race because nobody's buying them. So they gave. You can sign up and get four of them online. I have the link. I don't know where to go. I don't forget what it's called, but wow. Um, if everyone was hey, wait a minute. Is this on Sunday night? 
Uh, no, it's a Saturday. Saturday, the Xfinity race is free. Well, okay. I, is the cup race on Sunday? Yeah. Sunday evening? Yeah, Sunday at three, and then uh, Cincinnati Bengals play afterwards <laughs> against the, the Ravens. So. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Hopefully, it's a good day. Are you a Bengals fan? Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Don't think it was Ravens. How are the Bengals? They just won, right? Thursday. Uh, they just won Thursday night. Yeah. Not not a Super Bowl. <laughs> they did not win a Super Bowl. <laughs> not a Super Bowl, but a Thursday night game. Yeah. But the Eagles won a Super Bowl. Yes, they have. Just saying. I do like them. They too. also won this weekend. That's what I was watching. Actually, a funny uh, story. Mitch <laughs> asked me if I called the race, and I did catch most of it. But I did not realize this race started so early today because I was watching the Eagles. First, they were getting pounded by the Jaguars. They're down 14 nothing, and then they came back in a landslide. They came back and won, but I realized, like, I looked down at my phone at one point. I was getting fantasy football updates, and in the midst of all that, I saw, like, green flag is out 56 minutes ago. I was like, what? I missed the race? Yeah. And I said this on the last podcast. As much as I love football, I've been more excited about NASCAR, and this race especially. Uh, and this is a really satisfying race the whole time. I was on the edge of my seat, uh, driving seat. So uh, did you bail I, on the Eagles game to watch the, the Talladega race? I didn't, but what I've been doing, uh, I mean, I could have watched the broadcast as well, but actually one of the things I've been doing has been, I watched the race. I have my generator right on the back of my truck. I have the TV in here. I parked just to watch the Eagles game, so it takes about two and a half hours or whatever. And on my phone, I pulled up the, uh, the NASCAR race, but what I do is I, I put my headphones in, I listen to the, the Chastain audio, I... I watched the in-car cameras now. I don't know if you guys saw this, but like two or three weeks ago, NASCAR finally, which they should have done this a while ago, uh, they finally put the onboard camera of every single car in the field on the NASCAR app. Before, oh, yeah. until like four weeks ago, they only had like four cars at a time and it was random. It was yeah. never your guy. Yeah. Um, well, they finally <laughs> put the ball on there and I love watching that. I just watch, you know, Ross ride around. No commercials, hardly. I mean, there are commercials, but it's not like... And honestly, it's, it's, a, it's like a, Fox commercials. It's a pretty cool experience because I actually remember because when I used to be a Casey Kane fan when when he raced, um, they had that situation where he was one of the four drivers, and I was listening to his in car audio, and like it yeah. gives you a whole different perspective on like the outlook of the race and where that guy is, like what what your driver's doing in that position and what they're battling. Because like I got accustomed to just going back to the broadcast, even though I have the scanner. I just, I just, I don't know. See, I feel like that's me because I, I always want to know what's going on everywhere. Like I love the scanner audio, but then I get distracted and I'm like, I want to know well, what's happening the everywhere. Scanners ahead of the broadcast. That's that's part of the yeah, issue. Yeah, but if I should watch it on Hulu then, Live because then the scanner would be. Oh, it'd really be ahead. It'd never really be ahead. Yeah. Other way around. Yeah, I thought it would help. It actually would make it worse. Never mind. Carry on. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's pretty nice, actually. You're right, though, because uh, you don't catch what's going on. Last week, I had mentioned this. I did that most of the time, and I missed all the feuding and stuff that was going on. I had to catch up after the fact. I did catch it on the radio that, like, uh, what the. the 24 and the 11 were feuding or whatever, but oh, like, I yeah. didn't see any of it. I didn't see all the nonsense. I just, you know, it was pretty uneventful in a good way when you're, when your guys avoiding all the nonsense. Uh, and uh, speaking of avoiding the nonsense, there wasn't much nonsense today. So I got to watch that. It seemed like a really smooth race from the uh, onboard view. And yeah, I've been enjoying that. So choose the NASCAR for finally catch up with the times. Cause other, no, other <laughs> sports can do that. I've been, right. I've been doing that with IndyCar all, all, uh, all year. 
It it was uh, and that in car got to see a lot of the back bumper of the twelve car today too. Sure did. Looked nice. <laughs> it looked great behind him. I I was a big fan. You know. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, were you? Were you? Were you sure you weren't nervous? Oh, he was. I, yeah, I was nervous. Honestly, it didn't <laughs> matter who was behind him. I was nervous the whole stinking race. Like at the end, I was like. It's like he might actually win this thing. This is ridiculous. So it's, it was kind of funny because, like, literally Alex's driver, um, Nolan's driver, and then Dave's driver were all like literally bumping each other or putting each other in the wall. As for instance, with I don't know what the whole yeah, Brad and I, man. Blaney thing. It was early in the race, Nolan, so I'm not sure if you called it, but Blaney put a pretty aggressive block on Brad, and. There was some damage involved. It, it could have been bad. Like, it could have been really oh, bad, no actually. Yeah. No, I missed it. I did not realize. I knew there was something going on. You know, the five car spun out or something. I somehow missed that. I, you almost I missed did, yeah. That was okay. the save of the year. Like, I have no idea how he saved that car. Like, that should have been a 20-car pileup. Should have been. That uh, was, holy crap, that was a good save. <laughs> and there was, a, there was a few other close calls, but... I mean, I'm just shocked. It was shockingly clean. Yeah. Like, I kept waiting Aggressively for it to clean. just... Yeah. It's so aggressive, because the way they were pushing, I was like, oh, all it, was... it takes is a bad push. You know, some time, well, so I saw, I was like, ooh. Oh, yeah. And ooh. after Daytona, with all the bad pushes and the pileups, I was like, just waiting for it. I'm like, all right, just just bring it. We know it's coming. Just My FanDuel was was waiting for it. I had <laughs> Heck, I had Justin Allgaier on there. I was just waiting for a big pileup yeah. to happen, so he would pass a bunch of cars, but... Never happened. It's gonna be landing castle. I couldn't believe anywhere. I was watching the same driver, the same drivers from like the Indy Road Course race. Like, really, they were calm and respectful, and although they were on edge, they didn't wreck each other. And I was very pleased. I mean, who would have thought that Texas Motor Speedway would be the eventful crazy race, and Talladega would be like clean? <laughs> did did anybody have that on their bingo card? Because I, no, I would have put no. money against this. No, it wasn't on my card. So, sure. do you think? Do you think with all the safety issues that the drivers toned it down, or do you think it's just what happened? I think. Th- I th- I think they were cautious. They were definitely. It was in the back of their mind because I, I mean, it could have been a lot more dumb moves made. I just didn't see it happen. Yeah, I felt like there. For instance, like Denny didn't try to go up high. He even said in his interview, like. He decided just to stay where he was because track position was so huge. Well, that's and that, so, yeah, yeah, that was probably the you know that could key. have been one thing, but I do think the safety had something to do with it. So you're 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 probably right. I, I was kind of curious. What what do you think? What do you think, Nolan? Yeah, I agree. Blaney said the same thing. You know, they were really conscious of where they were and the risk they were taken by trying to get aggressive, and it just seemed like. And they kept it under wraps and you know what i'm again proud of them in the sense that like usually you know they talk about talladega as if it's well any restrictor plate racing they say it's chaos it's rolling the dice it doesn't fit your skill it's not real racing i've heard all sorts of quotes about super speedway racing to the point where it's like it's basically a random outcome uh you know minimally uh figure it like your skill is not going to necessarily get you a good finish now that's true at any track but obviously they're making it sound like it's like almost totally out of play it's total total rate uh, random chaos you know what i'm getting at but no absolutely yeah. the finishers they they you know all the guys that needed to finish high well not everyone but i mean they they were there man i mean they were cautious 
they put themselves in the right position. I was, especially when you're listening to the scanner, you hear them talking strategy about where they need to finish for each stage and what they can do to step for the next stage and the safest places they can be for track position. And you can tell they, they were very defensive today um, about their positioning. And it, yeah, I think it was good for a lot of guys for points. You know, they, they finished in the top and was clean. So. Yeah, I agree. I, I liked I, it. Yeah, I, I thought it was orderly and you know, strategy actually worked. I like it. No, it, it it really did, and I I I felt like I saw a lot more caution today too. I, I just I was kind of waiting for it to get like over the top aggressive, and it just never did. Um, we were but, we were technically waiting for that Ross Chastain <laughs> aggressive move that causes something. Keep waiting, buddy. Those days are behind. Us. They're behind <laughs> us. He's been racing pretty decent recently yeah, I, these past few weeks. Danny Hamlin's the guy driving into everyone now. Yeah. He's taken over. The narrative has been switched. <laughs> Danny Hamlin, you <laughs> are right. the devil. The, well, that's always been a thing. Right? That's, ne- that's, that's nothing that's new. It, it's that's Joe switch. Gibbs and Denny Hamlin are the devil. Yeah. Don't great. forget, we decided that in one of the previous episodes. I just wish I could remember. Yeah, I don't. Why. I can't remember which episode. Uh, There's probably something to do with Kyle Busch and Ty Gibbs, and you know all those uh, totally non-controversial topics in in racing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So obviously, this week we had a lot of uh, a lot of comments from drivers about the safety of the car and the raceability of the car. And I, yeah. And I, I feel like. I keep really liking Denny Hamlin off track, which is really weird because every time he talks in the media, I'm actually completely in his in his uh, court, and it feels yeah. dirty inside, and I don't like it. But he he kind of made the comment that basically we need a uh, a redesign, and the racing product sucks, the safety sucks, you know, all this. And I was like, I mean, he's right. Yeah, he he's kind of, but yeah, I. I I thought it was kind of cool seeing some of the drivers get a little vocal this week. Uh, obviously, Kyle Larson, um, Chase Elliott got a little vocal, um, and then of course Hamlin and Harvick were the big ones. But uh, I just, yeah, I mean, what what do, what do you guys think about the the safety? Like, do you have concerns about it? Do you think NASCAR is handling it poorly? Well, like, what, what are you guys thinking about this? It's been pretty quiet on the NASCAR's end. I really, I mean, I know there's rumbles of stuff. You talked about a clip today uh, about possibly they have it and they're just not implementing it until next year. Something. Yeah, which is still weird to me. I, I guess I don't get that. But. I honestly hate the numbers on the car. We could just ditch this thing, and I don't know. Just we talked you, about it last. You have been week. so I, vocal about the numbers forward. I think I that's your biggest. I just don't like it. It looks cheap. <laughs> it looks. It looks terrible. I just don't like it. It looks like we're trying to be IMSA, which I still don't understand because on NASCAR's sick. worst weekend, they have twice the ratings of IMSA. Practice. So why, yeah. Qualifying used to get 350,000 viewers. IMSA race, 185,000. Yeah. Like, why in the world are we trying to emulate a, a failed series? I, I should say that viewership for qualifying was like 2011, 2008, 2006. There was like a, almost a half a million people watching some qualifying. You might get that for the Daytona qualifying, but... Like your like oh, Thursday yeah. night qualifying for the Coke 600, they used to have. That used to be an event. That used to be an event. Why are we not doing that? Was because people are small motor. losing interest. Qualifying's boring in this car. It is. But yeah, uh, I mean, safety-wise, what do you have any thoughts on that, Nolan? 
Uh, I miss the good old days too. That's what I was thinking when you said that. But I'll tell you what I don't miss is the last gen car because I think the race is still better with this. I think they just need oh, to agree. fix the back and a couple of things just to make sure that they're not, you know, uh, getting CTE in practice um, and qualifying just yeah. from hitting the wall. A lot of these guys hit the wall. I'm like, that doesn't even look that hard. You know, and these I, guys I, are like, that's the hardest hit I ever got. You know, they have, I said this two weeks ago, and it's crazy that we're talking about it again. It's clearly ramping up, and yeah, I'm proud of the drivers for being vocal. I like the old men in the sport being old men, grumpy and outspoken, and rightfully so. You know, it's their their skin's in the game, and you know they're worried, and you know they don't want to put up with any BS anymore. No, they put that's, up with enough. that's fair. Yeah, these drivers put up with enough, man. It, this is a brutal sport. I mean, it's grueling. Not even for the drivers, but for everybody, just because of the scheduling and stuff. And yeah, NASCAR's been taking a lot of heat, but to their credit, they haven't been like firing back or anything. I feel like they deserve the heat they're getting, and hopefully they take it all in stride and actually implement the changes that are necessary. I feel like it's two steps forward, one step back. I mean, the safety is not something to be trifled with, but I do think the product on the racetrack has been pretty good. I thought the super, super speedway packages have been pretty good. I think it was just a learning curve, like the first eight seminar and stuff, and literally the first race with a car, uh, not in a stadium. And, uh, yeah, I mean, actually, I like the product for the most part. I think uh, was, I think we can work with it. I, I like the car. I think it's more positive than negative. Yeah, I think it's it, there's no question the intermediates are light years better. You know, anything mile and a half-ish is doing well. And even your tracks like Darlington was incredible. I thought the Darlington race was phenomenal, the spring and the fall. So, yep. you know, it's it's clearly working at tracks like that. Um, and I, I, still, I still stand by a bigger motor, I think, would fix all the other tracks. I think yep. road courses and short tracks with 1,000 horsepower – Problem solved. And it would have, with the Gen 6, before we went to this car, more horsepower would have fixed that car, too, on all the tracks. Right. Oh, really I agree. It would have went back to the dynamics that they had prior. It's like, whatever they had in 2011, like, I don't know why they won't do it again. I, yeah, I, I miss the high, like, so I was watching an old qualifying clip from Charlotte Motor Speedway. You're talking about like the big qualifying night for the Coke 600. That was not, it was a photo I, photography, yeah, lights and everything. I forgot how fast that track was. You know, when you see the cars hitting the bumps enter in three. Um, Topping out it, two, two, 211. Yeah. One like, one, turn one at Little Charlotte. I think there's just a part like, and again, the, the racing on the intermediates has been phenomenal. Like the Coke 600 this year was a great race. So I don't want to take anything away great. from that. But there is like that little piece of me that I see that and I'm like, man, I miss that motor. I miss the sound of the Dodges in qualifying. Like, yeah. They sounded so good. So a friend of mine sent, or Chris, he listens to podcasts. He sent What's me. What's up, Chris? What's up, Chris? He sent me a, Hi, a, a TikTok that had 2011 Arca cars. And it was a good finish. It was when Ty Dillon won. He's a Ty Dillon fan. Um, and the sound of the cars Sounded so good. I'm going to play a little clip here. Yeah, let's hear what you got. I miss that sound. I it used do. to be like yeah. aggressive. Higher RPM for sure. You don't yeah. hear that. Because now it's more like... Yeah. 
You know, like they used to have the camera there. They used to fly I by. Do. And I think that, like, that's what I noticed, especially in that Charlotte qualifying clip, was hearing how high the RPM was, and those things just were just, you know, like ripping. You know, yeah. but I don't, all I don't, in due time. We're gonna have hybrid motors in three years, so maybe that'll fix oh, it. Gosh, don't even start. It's I don't happening. Want to talk about this. It's been. No, a, I don't want to hear. It's actually it. happening. Nope. Don't care. That's great. Don't want to hear. We'll it. have more horsepower. That'd be the is biggest. Is that what it's going to take to it, get more motors? Yeah, because hybrids? it's going to have like <laughs> 300 horsepower on like one thing, and the hybrid's going to give it another 400. So then it'll just well, they'll still de- they'll still they'll still weaken the they'll still make it 650. Yeah, and we'll have more corner center speed somehow. I don't even know how, but we'll find a way to get more, more center injuries. corner speed. It's stupid. <laughs> Thousand horsepower, big old nasty V8. That's what I want, yeah. especially at short tracks. Well, regulations. Nah, bro. They're going to have individual torque vectoring on each individual electric motor on each individual oh. axle. They're going to be all-wheel drive. They're going to stick to the Martinsville surface so well that you will never see a pass ever again. <laughs> the rest of your the, the oh, so it'll be the April race. Basically lawnmowers. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, well, I actually heard that there, um, the rumors were that it's going to be like the IndyCar motor. So whatever that is. Oh boy. Like IndyCar slash F1, like however they have their more F1 actually, I think. That's so I'm just gonna say it again. We're not an IMSA series. Why are and and NASCAR outperforms all of those series. I mean F1's different because it's in an international market. But they beat IndyCar by like four or five times literally every week. So why in the world are we trying so hard to be like these other series? Why not embrace the package you have and just make it good? Because they lost, True. they lost all the good, all the, all the, all the fan base. I mean, they lost half their fan base in the last ten years. But they've done well at gaining. That's what I don't get. Like they'll, maybe so I they think keep Nolan, chasing new stuff. You might have hit the nail on the head when you're like once two steps forward, one step back. Because we, they make really good decisions, and then they'll make some press release, and I'm just like, do you even like? Ah, it's so dumb. Yeah, I agree. Stop being like IMSA. I, it's stupid. We are NASCAR. Make make NASCAR as good as it can be. But, um, yeah, just yeah. I I feel like I have more words. Um, AJ Allmendinger won at Talladega this weekend, which Did. was nuts. And Chris Rice took his shirt off Did in he? victory lane and celebrated because I didn't see that part. I turned it off after oh, he won. He posted <laughs> on Twitter that he was going to show everyone in the infield his boobies if they won. So oh. he took his shirt off in victory lane and swung okay. it around and threw it at the crowd. Wow. So that that uh that actually happened. So that almost seems like a David Good moment. <laughs> Does that not sound like a David Good <laughs> that moment? It's such a David Good moment, and it's probably gonna happen at the next race he goes to. Oh, there's a good chance. Very good chance. <laughs> it's gonna be funny. I can't wait. Yeah. Um yeah, so that was good. Uh Basically, I mean, what I didn't get to see much of the truck race. What was your? I'll let you kind of. Um, that was probably the most that. controversial one of the whole weekend, as far as aggressor um, wrecks were pretty consistent with that. We never really had the big one till the end. Um, you know, and oh, honestly, yeah. I didn't. I mean, Matty D, he, you know, he won the race, but he he was up front most of the day, like top ten. He like, really, really was up yeah. front. Yeah, but first stage he was in the back, but once that first stage ended, he was committed to being up front. It wasn't like a Spencer Boyd win. And I don't he, mean to, he didn't even make the race. No, I saw that. <laughs> or he's a good Decker. guy too. I really cuz he's friends with Danny Bones, so when I was 
yeah what i would do yeah. pr for danny he was there a lot and um i don't think he knows my name but we talked a bunch of times <laughs> he waved at me in the pits of when i You're was there, almost friends almost friends i'm like you don't know my name but it's all right i don't <laughs> um but he's yeah i just feel bad for him but yeah i mean the race was good it was it was pretty decent uh nolan i don't know if you you saw the race or any, or any of the xfinity race or any of that no uh i didn't but i did hear that truck race was fire Oh, the the accident with Jordan Anderson. Oh yeah, that. Oh my gosh, dude, that replay scared the poop out of me. Yeah, yeah, oh. and oh. and like those people on Twitter are like, "Well, what? Why didn't he wait till the car was stopped?" I'm like, it's either you had a choice between uh, burning to death or going paralyzed. Like, which one would you rather do? Yeah, and that I don't I know think if you'd you rather go paralyzed. Junior or, you know. Junior even tweeted about it this morning, and he said that exact thing. He said. That that is the indication of how hot that truck was. Oh, it was, I mean, it was that, instant. In, in a split second just, decision. Oh, I oh, that video scares. A bunch like, of people who aren't on fire have something to say about the guy that's on fire. Yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> like keep <laughs> eating your Twitter. keep eating your potato chips and and, and coke. You know, just yeah. you know. I I cannot fathom even being put with that position. Like to be in a in a process of like well. The car's rolling still at what fifty, sixty miles an hour yeah. towards the wall. Like, do I chance getting out of it, or do I sit here and keep burning? Oh, I don't think he could see. Everybody's a critic. But that's probably true. It was yeah. just filled with smoke. But yeah, I mean, he was at the point like, I'm getting out of this car. He was gonna. He looked like he was gonna jump out, even if it wasn't with it close moving. to the wall. Yeah. yeah, he was just gonna jump out and roll on the ground, which that been nuts. That, they needed onto the barrier. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that that, that was a god thing, like a thousand percent. Like if like he was that, a little oh, second, like god. two seconds sooner, it would have, we would have hit. He would. I don't think he hit. I don't think his body hit the wall. Surprisingly, from what I saw, he he literally like jumped onto sat it. on the wall. Yeah, like it was. Like, he was this close to literally having his helmet hit the wall. Yeah, at that speed. Oh yeah, and I don't even want to know what. What would happen? I, I'm yeah. telling you that that was a god thing right there. Like yeah. I, I just I I don't see it any other way because that's and I swear if I see someone on Twitter is like, well NASCAR should penalize him for getting out of the car before it was stopped. Like don't don't. Oh remember. my god! I would lose my worst. mind. Let's light your car on fire and then you can have a, an opinion. <laughs> you know these these people they have, they're the same people that run away from a campfire when it's lit from gasoline. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like a you know, five foot fire campfire. Bunch of sissies, and then they they run away from it because it's hot. I mean, I, I mean, I'll I'll take a few steps back, but like, and they're the ones telling people how they should get out of a burning car. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. I, you, we should set the Twitter people on fire and then tell them to think shit. It's funny you said that because I just I'm on Twitter too much. <laughs> yeah, you and I both. I hear that's, you, brother. Yeah, that's yeah. Nolan just does it discreetly. Uh, I need, a, I need like, uh, an account that doesn't have my name to it, just like a burner account, just to say dumb things and not get like. It's kind of what I did. I recommend yeah. it. Yeah, yours yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yep. I don't. I don't need my name out Incognito, there. Incognito, baby. Incognito. We're gonna start a new podcast next week, and we're all gonna. I'm gonna be Pablo, and uh, you could be Daniel. I don't know. I just got stuck on this. Daniel, and, then we'll, um, and we'll start new we'll start new Twitter handles that way nobody knows who we are. Yeah, I don't know what my name would be. Daniel. Yeah. I don't know why Pablo just feels like it should be my name. So I stuck with Pablo. I am a tan very easy, but I don't know. <laughs> Daniel's fine with me. 
Call me Hemrick. And Nolan, we're just going to call Ross Jr. because that's kind of where we're at at this point. <laughs> it seems appropriate. You're the same build as Ross. He has the... Like, if you go to his photo... That is kind of true. The beard. Same height, really. I mean, you just need to pick up a watermelon and throw it to the ground and we can we can see if you are... Okay, new idea. Next time all of us are together... It's a video. I'm buying a watermelon <laughs> just so that I can get a video of of you smashing it, Nolan. Because and then we can Heck put yeah. it like side by side with you and Ross. Yes. and be like, who yeah. did it better? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stand on. I'm gonna put my window down, down, and then stand on my window. And yes, and you have to scream like him too. He goes, <laughs> 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 like, <okay>. Yeah, <laughs> that okay. This needs to happen. And since I'm Pablo, I'll get a taco. <laughs> was it wasn't it Tony Stewart that said that to Daniel Suarez at the the clash for a pre race? He goes, "Who's no? Who said it? Oh, it was uh, someone's like, don't you eat tacos or yeah, something? It was some awful Fox interviewer. Uh, it, I don't think it was Tony though. Oh, it was like a it was like an NFL guy or something. Yeah, so, do you eat tacos? And Daniel was like, I'm Mexican. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, I'm like what? Yeah, uh, yeah, he eats tacos. He's yeah, it's kind of what happens when you're yeah from there. So yeah, well that that the taco kind of took us awry. I don't even know what we were talking about before that. But um, it was uh, you were saying that when Ross wins the championship this year, that I get a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we said. That's what it was. <laughs> I will buy you a watermelon if Ross wins the championship. <laughs> Doing it regardless. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's happening regardless, but yeah. I'll buy you two watermelons if he wins the championship. <laughs> that way that you get a special one. Yeah, I. it could happen. I mean, he's, the last couple of weeks, Ross has been making really smart moves. Hey, I'm all for Pointing it. his way in. I like seeing new little championships. Yeah. And meanwhile, more like drivers that were criticizing Ross the first half of the season are doing really dumb things in the last couple of weeks. So, But you know, you know what would be awesome? The one guy that doesn't have a win that's in the playoffs ends up winning the championship. Without the number a win, 12 car? Without the win. Without a win. Pull Matt Craft and expose the the um, the system. How crazy would that be? Everybody I, has wins. This guy doesn't. And he almost missed the playoffs because of your, your system. And he ended up winning the championship. Well, and if he does, thank you, Kurt Busch, because that's the yeah. only reason Blaney's even in. He would have been 17th. Yep. Wow. Because of flipping Austin Dillon winning. What a turd. <laughs> now my buddy just turned off the podcast. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I actually, I have nothing against Austin Dillon. I just, just I feel, he's just frustrated because Blaine hasn't won. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's exactly why I was mad. I was like, this guy's running 18th place all season and now he gets a victory. And then Blaney just has the worst pit crew in NASCAR and that's what costs him all these races. You know one guy I haven't seen at all today? They didn't talk about once. I didn't hear his name mentioned at all. And I missed the first, what, 10, 15 laps, but Martin Truex Jr., was he in the race today? Dude, I didn't even think about that. They have not talked about him once. There was nothing. I thought about this. I thought about this. I knew you were going to say that, or else you were going to say Corey LaJoy, because no one ever talks about him. Well, hey, all right. (laughs) Dang. Dang. I'm putting explosives in your watermelon the next time we get it. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Somebody poisoned the watermelon patch. It was Dave. It was Dave. (laughs) It was Dave. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. No, he's right. I, I did see him in the race though. I can confirm he was near the back and I, you know, I had the thought and Mitch brought it up. I'm glad he did because I was thinking the same thing. Like this guy, compare him to Blaney since they were side by side. He was so inconsistent. I feel like, I feel like there yeah. were times where I'd look up and I'd see the 12 car in the top 10 all the time. Whereas the 19, he was always kind of mid pack, sometimes up front. Just weird. Yeah. He never finished that well. I don't know. Yeah, we talked about the safety issue, but maybe he was scared. I wonder. So after I felt like after Martin's interview last week, there was like an extra level of I'm done. <laughs> like, do you think he's just completely checked out this season? He's like, yeah, I'm just going to log laps. I mean, he's getting a paycheck either way. Yeah. And I, I, I just felt like the last two weeks after Bristol and Texas, I have seen Martin at a level of defeat that I don't feel like I've ever seen. On I think TV he shows before. up at Martinsville though because he likes that track. I he, think he's just going to show up at the he tracks he likes. I don't know if he's. I don't think he just does well at Homestead or uh, Las Vegas. He used he won Vegas. I mean, he won the championship at Homestead. Oh yeah, he did in the '78 car, and then Should've he won almost two. won it the year after that. You lost the war. Oh, he did. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna lose his damn war. No, you lost the war. You so fun note him. in that clip. <laughs> If you look really close, you can almost see us because we were it. literally right behind Martin and at Martinsville when he did that. That's cool. Yeah, we he may have won the. the side, yeah. He may have won the battle, but he ain't gonna win the dang war. It's crazy. And then he won the war. Yeah, he won the war. Dang it! Uh, I, I was kind of upset about that. I, I was because I was Team Martin that year. Nothing against Joey, just I'd rather see Martin. I, I that's your most people. I think. I think that's, that's most, most people. all of us. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think it's possible? that the winner of the championship does not win the race at Phoenix because of all of the parody we've seen this year. I don't know if NASCAR will allow that. Are you insinuating that NASCAR is fixing the race? Because oh, now yeah. I want to go to every, Nolan's text after today's finish. Every finale, <laughs> every NASCAR championship finale, there is something manipulative. Remember Harvick in the water bottle? It's the only reason why he won the championship. I actually do not remember this. I'm pretty sure he threw out a water bottle. The caution came out. And because of that restart and Jeff Gordon saying out or pitting or something, allowed Harvick to to win the championship. To win the championship. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I like Harvick, so I'm okay with it. And but, the Carl um, thing. Remember Carl was going to win it and he got wrecked by Joey? He got wrecked. Now, there was something that led to that caution that wasn't a caution. I think that was the water bottle one. Yep. That might have been that. That might have been it because I don't remember anything with Harvick's championship. Well, there was Jeff, something with Jeff Gordon and Harvick's championship. Jeff okay. Gordon did something. Hmm. Either stayed out or who's in the lead and pitted or something. It was something really didn't make any sense. I'll look back. We'll, Jeff we'll, we'll Gordon up on this. handed the championship to Kevin Harvick. I, I don't know. He wasn't in the <laughs> Final Four, but I, I think he, he – yeah, I don't know. Someone brought it up to me a few years ago, and I remember briefly. I'll have to go back and look before I start spewing. Yeah, now, now I'm curious. I yeah. feel like I need to look this up. It's probably um, like a hey, what document. Was the question again, I just kind of forgot about it. You just said about, about what the Phoenix race winner not winning the championship. Yeah. Do you think the championship yeah. winner at Phoenix will not win the race? Like we, we'll get it'll be the first time in what six years or eight years that that's happened. Uh, I yeah. With the parody, yeah, you said it. The parody this year, I I don't see how. I mean, look how many people, how many non playoffs you know, contenders won races this, in this chase. I mean, I don't see why I wouldn't expect more of the same who won there 
was it Chase Briscoe that won there earlier this year? Oh yeah, man. What if Chase goes back to back, or like Kevin Harvick? Like, what if Kevin Harvick goes out and wins the final race at Phoenix? Sure. I mean, expect Stuart Stuart Austin to do well, right? I mean, we saw Kansas, we saw the forty-five car new back to back, right? Yeah, that I, I, of all years, this would be the year, just because of the level yeah. of parity that we've seen, and in the, like, you just never know what's going to happen. I just so. realized Briscoe's the only Stuart Haas car left. In the playoffs. How crazy is that? That Briscoe is doing better than Kevin Harvick. I don't, I think, I don't even fathom. think Briscoe's having a good year. No, he. I feel like he goes in spurts. Like he has yeah. one really good race, and then he runs twenty fifth for the next like two. Texas, weeks. he was twenty eighth the whole race, and then he flipped the strategy and got fifth because track position was key. Because you couldn't pass, couldn't you pass. couldn't freaking pass there. Happened here today. Couldn't the real pass. question is, where yeah. would he be in the Winston Cup style? Because that's how you can kind of tell. Like, is this person legit or is probably nineteen? Because Austin Cedric's in the top eight. I think he's actually been pretty good. Mm. Yeah, and I think in actual points, he's way, 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 way further back. Um, Winston. I don't know. I'd be curious to see the actual. Do they still have the driver mm-hmm. points? Yep. Um, Cedric would be. Yeah, you said. Yep, ninth. He would be in ninth place right now. Cindric- Briscoe would be eighth. That's not right. There's no way. So, That's got to be playoff. not right here. Nope. There's uh, no way Briscoe would be eighth. No, it's it's. I have it as driver points, but it still circles as. Uh, it's still yeah. Jayski would have it. Jay, we'll have to do we'll have to do some yeah. Jayski research. I wish we had that for the pod. Um, but we, we used do not. to have it on here, but now both of them are playoff calculated. Everybody knows that the real champions of the last I don't know twenty years. 18 years are the ones that would have won during the Winston Cup and also won in Chase because everyone else, like Jeff Gordon, got gypped. Yeah, so. Jeff Gordon could be a seven time champ. I, think, yeah. I can think about that too much. Well, it evens out because this last year they just put him into the playoffs after he didn't make it. So <laughs> I feel like I feel like he broke even. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we're just going to do that. That was his last this year? year. That's when they did that. I know that the Michael Waltrip thing happened. I'm sorry. That would have been his next to last. His last year, he Close. won his way in at Martinsville. The Joey Logano, right. Matt Kenseth yes. race is the yeah. one that yes, Jeff that Gordon won. Yep. Nuts. What a race. That was his final year. It was the year before that that they're like, oh, we're just going to throw 13 cars in. Yeah. Which was still one of the dumbest things NASCAR ever did, ever. Speaking of fixed results, how about that Chase Elliott one? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I was so hoping you would see it. Where's Mickey Mouse music, right? M I C K E Y M O U S C. (laughs) I'm sorry. Honest. It was actually a really good drive by Chase Elliott. Yeah. I just, it's so like, there well, was so much build up to that finish. And then to see Chase win, you're just Michael like, Michael McDowell's eh. up there shuffling it. Why am I yeah. get a win? And Chase. And Chase Elliott wins. It. Oh, whatever. Okay, turn well, the TV off. We're going to talk about Dawsonville. Where's the siren? Where's the siren? I will say that is the most personality <laughs> I've seen out of Chase Elliott possibly. He was getting ever. emotional. Yeah. And like, normally he's like, yeah, we won. The like, race. I heard tears. I heard tears in his voice. I did too. Like, that was kind of crazy. Hey, I'm okay with it. But I believe Nolan, your theory is that NASCAR blew up to 16 <laughs> to set up the late race restart. Do we have I mean, data to support this? <laughs> not yet. Give me some time. <laughs> Alex Jones is behind the scenes right now excuse. working on this. That's right. <laughs> if you hate Chase Elliott enough, you can come up with an excuse. No, I'm kidding. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen our text group 
uh, <laughs> we catch a lot of flack anytime uh, Chase wins, and you know, well, there's been times throughout the season that we were like, ah, oh, you know, they tried to, you know, jokingly or not, you know, help Chase. And uh, at the end of this one, who was a Brian that was like, you know, well, what's the excuse this time? And then I said, well, obviously the 16 car, you know, caught on fire because <laughs> NASCAR right. wanted it to. I just pulled that out of my rear end. So just so you guys know, I'm kidding. Chase Elliott actually did, did the right thing. It was actually a really good yeah. move. He yeah. jumped it up there. And uh, the top line where uh, Ross was, I was fixated on it. And they, they started off really well. I forget who he was with. But anyway, the first two cars in the top actually got a good jump, but then there was just no energy. And so they fell back. Chase jumped up there from, what, like third to first or something? And uh, got the yeah, win. Something like it was that. actually really smooth. Smooth. I gotta respect it. No, I it was a great move. Like he the timing was dead on. And he took the air off the side of the twelve coming out of three. Like he did everything he needed to do. Um yep. I'm just bitter because I, I was hoping my guy would win. So, you know, yeah. it's fine. Of course. You handled it very yeah, well. Thank you. Yeah, I was I, gonna say I would have if I was Corey, I would have been shaken and then I would have I walked outside for about three minutes. Yeah, but here's the thing: when you're when you're a Ryan Blaney fan, basically every race you're just trying to think, how is this loss going to happen? Well, and you're just mentally preparing yourself. I like, is it the pit that. crew? I mean, is I would, it a tire? I would, I would. So. I mean, I could see that standpoint, but you also have a shot to win. It seems like every week. So if, if like if Corey yeah, lost, I mean, like, that like Atlanta, it took me a while to get over that because Corey doesn't doesn't have that. It doesn't happen. Every he doesn't week. have that. Yeah, no. So it's where I'm like. Well, I guess that can happen a year and a half from now. Like, you know, like when's that going to happen? Might not, might not happen for five years. And, you know? I mean, realistically, Blaney could win next week. He could. He literally could win. Yeah, he actually has won at this race before, but. You just got to be third on the last lap. That's all it takes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> seems like, I don't know. I mean, there's. Shout out to Jimmy Johnson and Martin Truex Jr. Appreciate that win. It's like you don't want. To. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like. We we talk about like I think we talked about it a few weeks ago like I kind of wish we went race a mile and a half but then then you then you start the roval race and you're like all right I guess it's okay and then something crazy happens and you're like oh my gosh this is why we love this track and then the race is over and you're like the next year comes around and you're like man I kind of wish we just raced at the mile and a half well <laughs> I I think I said it last year or last week on the episode but I it might be an unpopular opinion I actually like the roval so uh, last night we were hanging out or not last night Friday night. Me and Kevin and Kenny were all hanging out, and I was. I asked him, I'm like, all right, if you were to pick two road courses, what would be the two that you would keep? And now I'm curious, because we kind of brought this up. Mitch, if you had to pick two of the current road courses, that has to be of the current road courses, which would you keep on the schedule? Watkins Glens, definitely number one. Hands down. <laughs> number two? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not... A huge fan of like Sonoma either. It's always a boring. I'm, I'm honestly not either. I only liked it because Casey won there <laughs> against Tony Stewart in like 2010 or 20, 2008 or 2009. Um, I don't know. I, you I mean, you want me to say the Roval? I'm just curious. <laughs> so, I don't know because I don't really so, want Coda, and I don't really care about the Chicago Street Course, and I don't. I think it's. I don't care suck. about Portland. I don't care about Mid Ohio. I don't care about Road America. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, want it. <laughs> so I, if I the were Daytona to pick Roval. two, well, and that's that's honestly tempting because I actually like the Daytona yeah, Roval. Yeah, I didn't mind um, that. I my two, and this is what I said, would be Roval and Watkins Glen. If I 
Okay, if I had to pick, it'd probably be the Roval, but I don't want the Roval. <laughs> you just want so you want one road course a year. I, I'm you want okay Watkins with Glen. Watkins Glen and and maybe rotate the second one between like Mid Ohio. Road America wasn't terrible, but I thought Coda was better than Road America. Honestly, Coda had more drama. It did. I thought there was more yeah. raceability in it. Coda, oh, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't going to say it, but yeah. Um, no, I mean, I thank don't you, know. Ross Chastain. I'd rather just race at Iowa. Rather, I mean, I would too. I'd rather just race at you know, I love South tracks. Boston or just, I know it's such a small track. I just don't not care. with this car yeah, just, or without a bigger motor. Noah, what would be your two road courses if you had to pick two? Yeah, you kind of have to pick Watkins Glen, right? It's produced so many good races. Yeah. I think so. Boring. It's old. It's not boring. It's good. It's just we're used to it. So that's a shoe in. And yeah, for me, it comes down to either Circuit of the Americas or Charlotte Roval. And I would probably pick Circuit of the Americas. I think the best racing is yet to be, to be seen there. Yeah, you know, what was the first one was in the rain, right? I mean, we really don't know. That, that was, right? The first race last year was in the rain. Yeah, and then, of course, this year was the, the Chastain this year was, Dinger. Yeah, which, yeah. Was, which was great. So, I mean, like you had three cars that could have won it on the last lap. I thought that was cool. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. I think we don't even know the full potential of Circuit of the Americas. I think it could easily be as good as Watkins Glen, and we don't know it because we've only seen two races. Um, so, and, and really, with one, that being said, you know. my final pick is Indy Road Course. Oh my gosh, I forgot about no, I'm that. Kidding. I'm, I totally you're, forgot you're about that track. I'm just kidding. How <laughs> did I forget about that? Um, Speaking of exciting Ross Chastain finishes on the last lap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he took the shortcut in Mario Kart. <laughs> I think he went too far that week, and that was the last dramatic thing we have seen from Ross. I mean, it was like every week, back to back to back to back, something crazy was happening. It was Chastain. And I think that was like, all right, he went a little too far. That was a little too crazy. And uh, that was it. But no, I... <laughs> I'm looking forward to more insanity at road courses next week, especially with the next gen. It might make the road look even better than it has in the past, but I think I would probably pick Circuit Americas as number two. I think it has. Yeah, no, I, I think that's fair, and that honestly was my top three. So that that was kind of where. And again, these yeah. road courses—if you just put a little more motor behind this car—I think the road yeah. course package would be off the charts. So I think I know yep. why I don't like the Roval. All right, hit me. So I've been there three times. And the view sucks. See, it I've, sucks. Really? It's, so I've I've heard road course wise, it's the best road course race. Okay, well, you still can't see everything. <laughs> like best of the you worst. have to you have to sacrifice either sitting over where all the thingies are, like over in turn one, like you know, the, the seven turns in oh, the infield. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you sit over near the front stretch, but you see like three and four have them come around, and all the excitement that happens there, but you miss everything else. Like, you can't get both. You can't get... Well, you can. You have to sit all the way up top. And they're if like you, $150 If you sit, like, in the top of, like, entrance of one, is that kind of, like, your ideal It's, like, area? the only place you can see everything. Yeah. And that's... And for me, if I'm going to a race, I want to see it. I'll just, no, I'll just I, sit yeah. in a camper or watch it at home. Like, you know, like, I'm going to go still because I like <clears> being there and whatnot. But um, you just got to sacrifice one or the other. That's my issue. I just don't... I don't know. Yeah, 
No, it's fair. I, and that's the issue with all road courses. Like, we've talked about going to Watkins Glen, and I'm just trying to, like... That's why we just watch it on TV and camp Literally, camp just out. camp, yeah. So I actually talked to some friends uh, at Bristol, and they went to Watkins Glen this year. It was this year, that last year, I forget which. And I just asked their opinion. I'm like, so what do you think? And they said, well, it was a really cool experience because your camper is literally 20 feet from the racetrack. Yeah. So, like, you that just- aspect of it is really super cool. But they said... We we did it once and we'll probably never go back. Like it was we were totally content doing it once, experiencing it, and we're just gonna go to other racetracks. Because yeah. they said the same thing. Like it was really cool, but y- you ended up watching like they listened to MRN the whole time. Okay. You know, and they're like they'd see cars, the cars go around. flying by. Yeah. And you're like, Well, I I wonder what happens in the next turn. You're you're <laughs> right on that aspect because I had some friends that went there as well this year and they sat in the front stretch. And like they only saw turn one and two, and then a little bit up this, uh, whatever the hill is. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So other than that, they said they spent 160 bucks on a ticket to see three turns. Yeah, and and, like, and that would be the hard part for me too. The thing is, the Rover right now you get tickets for 49 dollars, and Xfinity That's tickets are free. So I mean, it's literally a free weekend. Yeah, I mean like, your your fuel getting there is more than the tickets, it which is. is crazy. You're actually because right. you drive a Dodge Dart. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's been running all right. Well, I know, but that you get like 35 miles to the gallon. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, for you to still, spend more on fuel is like yeah. it's that cheap. Yeah, that's right. If I mean, I could around. drive down the street and spend more than 50 dollars in fuel, <laughs> but you actually uh, get have a fuel efficient vehicle. Yeah, so it's been running well. But yeah, you're right. Um, it's it's crazy. So I mean, maybe this weekend will change me. We will see. We'll I, see. I hope you are. You going to be uh, doing some vlogging and documenting and all that good stuff. I didn't actually plan on it. Uh, maybe on TikTok or something, or like a real cool, like yeah. a, a vlogging in that sense. I don't. I've been talking about getting new equipment for the longest time, but Black Friday is only a month away. So I know everything I want. I have it all planned out, and just when it becomes twenty five percent off, I can save a few hundred dollars. Maybe just jump. I'm that guy. Them. I can't. I, I am. You're cheap. I, I'm cheap. You're cheap. I'm cheap. Just admit I, it. I hate, yeah, that's I fine. Hate, You're cheap. I hate spending money. I hate it. <laughs> I hate spending it. I don't like spending money. You're a good red-blooded conservative, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I just want to retire one day, and yeah. I keep thinking I'm never going to every time I look at the We economy. need you running the country right now because you no, know how to balance stress. I don't want that stress. <laughs> I have stuff in my life I need to figure out. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I, I, Yeah, if you get some cool videos, send me something. Maybe we can make up something for the podcast page. Yeah, I still need to make up my Bristol video, so we'll have that up maybe by the next Bristol race. So that's currently the trajectory. Yeah, maybe, maybe, that I'll, I'm maybe I'll vlog. I, I you know what? I need to do some editing. I haven't done it in a while. There you go. That's yeah. the spirit. I'll do it, and we'll just make reshare something. it on the on the racing attic. Yeah, I'll yep. make I'll make uh, you know, different formats and stuff. Love it, love it. See, problem problem solved, folks. We're what gonna have fun. Some social media content. We've been cranking out a little more videos this week. Yeah, trying to get some more stuff doing up a there. Great job. I I. I should start clipping some stuff too. I've been falling behind. That's <laughs> yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. I I ended up having a little bit of evening time, and I was like, hey, I'm just gonna, gonna snip some clips here. I go home so. from work after I go to the gym. I just pass out. <laughs> well, I don't go to the gym, so that's my uh, yeah. That's yeah. You win. That's why I'm maybe we should fat. quit working out. <laughs> I'm just working on getting fat and making videos. So you're you're doing better, I think, than I am. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happens. Yeah. Whatever happens. Um, I'm trying to remember what else happened this weekend. We did have, we were supposed to have two nights of the Outlaws at the Grove. We had 
one night of them running 15 laps on a wet track where nobody could pass. And then they called the race, and then the second night got rained out. So um, not not a whole lot in the local dirt world to talk about this weekend. I mean, it rains out every year. It every really does. Every single yeah. year. And that's why I just stopped going to it. Well, and the spring race, too. Like, literally, out. remember all the gorgeous weather we had, and then the <laughs> weekend the outlaws come to Williams Grove, this giant two-day rainstorm shows up. That like, that weekend. Oh, yeah, that was our last time at Williams Grove, I think. I'm pretty hilarious. sure. I, I feel like I tapped out. So bad, but hilarious. $5 more. $5 more. Where's Dave? Where's Dave? <laughs> He's I did it. it. We got we to get him. Find that clip. I have it saved somewhere on this computer. So, um, I don't know. Uh, Nolan, is there anything else that you wanted to discuss from this weekend? I'm like... Hey, we're just... Hopping. <laughs> We're just hopping. So my notes are on my iPhone, but unfortunately, my iPhone is bringing Nolan in right now. So uh, I'm I don't, sorry. No, no, no. You're good. It, this is a hundred percent off the cuff episode, which is uh, probably more entertaining. Yeah. Because there's zero yeah. script. Because I can't get to it. <laughs> I was daydreaming a little bit, and I did kind of recall back to a, uh, a thought I had from a couple of days ago because I was listening. I think that was either Door Bumper Player Junior uh, Download. One of those podcasts where they talk about stuff and you know it gets you thinking, obviously. And I hate to sure. take you back off of other people's work, but they put somebody brought up a good point. And you know, anytime I come on, I think it's interesting to see, like for me, right? I got into NASCAR this uh, this year more than I have in times past, at least for the last several years, because the new the newness of the car. And that's been something I've been gauging. That's why I always talk about it at least once or at some point when I come on, because it's the thing that actually intrigues me the most. It's just like the product, uh, the changes in the meta, the foundation and how things are changing and will it make the product better. And I think in a lot of ways it has. And I always think about the ways that they can fix NASCAR and some of the mistakes that NASCAR makes. That's why I, don't know, I like criticizing NASCAR a little bit. Right. So we talked about the driver safety last week. And, you know, different things. Mitch thinks the number would make for better racing. I agree. Um, I just think it looks better. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things they brought up, though, was the fact that, like, at a place like Texas and anywhere, with a new car, right, anywhere, not just Texas, but, you know, some of the worst racing we've had was due to just, like, like poor adjustments by the crew chiefs where, like, they got the camber on or something and they blew a lot of tires. And we put a lot of those tire failures on the driver, on the crew's, as much as anybody, because we go, well, they were a little too aggressive with their adjustment. I agree. Um, but I think I, I'm a little confused now that somebody brought it up in one of those podcasts. Why do we only have 15 minute practice sessions per half the field? I, I don't, I mean, the format's Ooh. fine. It's the length of the, it's the length of the practices. It's like you yeah. barely have time to do a warm up for qualifying and do little adjustments. And I understand like this idea that like you want, I don't know. I don't know what they're going for. Yeah, I really know. I, I know it's a holdover from COVID, but I can't think of a real reason because I don't think that the, the, the smaller teams benefit from less practice because it's not like they have the expensive sim equipment that the big guys yeah. do. It's like, what do the little guys get out of it? Sure. And I think everybody loses and I think it's unsafe and I think it's not good for the, the, the driving. And especially when you have a new car, it's like you figuring out a brand new car and you're only giving them 15 minutes right off the jump. Rare exceptions. Sure. Uh, when somebody pointed that out, I was like, yeah, that's really, really stupid. That makes no sense. I'm not saying we need, you know, two practices, a happy hour, and a final practice like we yeah, used to. Yeah, because I, 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 I bring it back. I got I to gotta watch uh, something on Fridays. Oh, my work. gosh. Because I, I, <laughs> I, 
I, I think they did totally oversaturate it before, so I do agree with you. But yeah, I, I know their Thursday morning practice, please. <laughs> I, I know their intent behind it was the thought was the more practice, the more the good teams are going to figure more out. But I think in reality, what they're finding out is the opposite because of the point you just brought up. Yeah. Hendrick yeah. Motorsports is running sim all week. So going to the track, they know exactly what they want to do to that nine car. Spire Motorsports is running sim zero hours during well, the week. I his most recent episode, well, one of the most recent episodes. Five minutes of sim a week. He said, "What was what was the track that he got top fifteen at? Uh, Bristol? Was it? What was before Bristol? What was uh, Darlington? Darlington? No. no. What was before Bristol? Kansas. Kansas. He said he's been getting a little bit of seat time now in the sim. Okay. And I've I'm like, oh, that's why he's been running decent. But Nolan." You got that from Corey because I remember listening to that episode and he was talking about that specific thing. And actually, the reason why they did this and originally was to save the team's money. It was one for COVID. And then it was like, all right, well, these teams are saving about two. Xfinity teams were saving one to two million dollars throughout the season, eliminating all those practice sessions. But then what we talked about, like you said, now they put that money into sim time. Right, and exactly. And meanwhile, Spire's still try, trying to hire three more guys. So it doesn't benefit anybody. Just just have a full weekend. Have the fans come out. Because, like, think about it. We used to go to the races, and it used to be jam-packed with stuff on the track. Yeah. There was not oh, a time yeah. where the track was quiet. You would come in on Friday mornings, practice, qualifying, more practice. There's a, there's a race there. There's a race there. And now it's like... Well, the holiday, you just got the race. So I, I will say, like, I think, I don't know that I ever want to go back to how much practice there was. Just an hour. And I know, yeah, like, yeah. but let's give one solid hour practice with, like, 30 minutes between that and qualifying. That way, because you look, like, Nolan, you brought up a great point, but, like, you look at the tire issues at Bristol and Texas, an hour-long practice would have exposed that. It would have. They would have been able to run 30-lap runs. to already- Yeah. Actually, you might need more. About an hour and a half practice. Well, and, and how much more is it really going to cost them? Because they're already bringing a backup car to oh, begin set, with. Tires, yeah. You know? and, and they're already bringing the same crew that they would bring for a 15-minute practice versus an hour practice. So I don't know what you're actually saving at this point. And then your driver's learning. Is that really a waste if your yeah. drivers, your team, are experimenting and learning? Might be might look slow, but at least you're finding things like if your car's fast or slow, you're learning things for the next time you come back. Yeah. And and I think if they I feel like the competition was part of the reason they originally did that, and I get the theory well, behind it, TV. but I think it's just well, and TV's being a ginormous pain in the butt. Yeah, they need I'm to get over themselves. It. Just get a streaming service and be done with yeah. it. Although NBC's yeah. I dirt vision. Uh, asphalt Vision. Well, I think Prime Video. Ralph Shaheen told you me think? a theory. Yeah, he told me that Prime Video, he thinks... Because they already do it for Thursday Night Football, and honestly, it's not too bad. No, they did a great job. I watched it last week. You watched it? Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. Or, I mean, Flow Racing has been killing it in the small track market. They have. Like, but I, I just think they're not big enough probably company not, yet. But they did absorb Mav TV, so like, they're, like Flow is pretty... Yeah, you're right. I don't know. They're getting there. They're compared to where they were three years ago. They, they took a big leap and actually watched a lot of the Arca stuff, and it hasn't Yeah, been I forgot bad. they picked that up now, too. Yeah, it's Arca. I watch Arca on Flow. I yeah. don't have, well, 
I do have Fox Sports, but <laughs> I I actually really really like Flow. I feel like they've done a really good job. Yeah, I, I agree. know Chili Bowl last year they did the whole week leading up and knocked it out of the park, and then Mav took over for the feature and sucked, and yeah. it was junk. So yeah, now it's I mean, on there for all time, which is awesome. The sign yeah, is great. It's still gonna be Mav TV, but you can watch it on Flow. So it no, just it's doubles their viewership basically. So yeah, no, cool. I, I I think that'd be a cool idea. That's I, not far away. I, well, they keep saying they're renegotiating the TV deal, and I wonder if a streaming service is around the corner. Because I'm, I mean, for me, it would change nothing because that's already, I stream just live TV. So I would yeah. gladly just stream from their app, whatever it is. Yeah, it's NASCAR, like, chased off all the boomers. So, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're, well, we're no, up. David still watches. He's not a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> he might act like it, but yeah. he just acts like a boomer on Some, Facebook. Sometimes, yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, that's just because. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. No, NASCAR it, it, needs to do what MLB did, where like every month it's like some yeah. box or whatever it is, and you know the diehards will buy it. You put the race on TV. You don't force everyone to run to an app, but you know, you know the people that want to watch it on the app, commercial free or whatever. You know they pay for it. I think that's the future. It's obvious. And, uh, yeah, that's what they should do. Yeah, Will I, they do that? Uh, I'd be, I'd be pleasantly surprised if they did because I don't expect them to do the most progressive thing. NASCAR begrudgingly does good things, it feels like. But, <laughs> well, they, they already do that on uh, the international stream. So I, I have a link that I go and uh, I watch really? like, the Arab stream. Um, same yeah. broadcaster and everything, but when they go to commercial, it's literally you can watch every single lap. No commercials because they. I thought you were going to say it was Arab commercials, and I was really excited no. to see what that. Well, sometimes like. you try to check the stream, and there's like camel racing. Like literally, there's camel racing. Really? Yeah. I'm like, all right, I guess they haven't streamed it yet, and then like I'll go back ten minutes later, and it'll be. Like, oh, dingy, dingy, dingy! Horse number five, <laughs> dingy, dingy. Oh yeah, that's exactly it. Oh my gosh, horse number five, donkey number five, camel. What are they? Camels. Camels. Camel racing even. is a thing. That I. That is the. That is the slowest thing in the world. Faster That's, than the 550 package. Hey! <laughs> That's the perfect setup. I'm so glad you took it. Uh, <laughs> it. Uh, so are we going to do picks for next week? Just for fun? For funsies, let's do some picks. Uh, Nolan is currently uh, driving through a thunderstorm. And... Uh, <laughs> um, nope, that's just South Carolina roads for you. Oh, that. that... Wait, are you are you on I-95? No, he's on 77. I'm not. I will be in about an hour or so. I am on 77 as it ends. I'll be on I-26 headed east, and then tonight I'll be on 95. Like okay. I said, about yeah. an hour. I'll probably stop in Georgia, south of Savannah, but before Jacksonville. And, uh, yeah, I want to Yeah. Dude, I-95 through South Carolina is one of the trashiest roads I've ever driven. It is yeah, really. 200 miles of I don't I try to stay away from 95 as much as possible. Yeah, it's inevitable. I'm team 81 but not on Sundays. Oh, but 81 through Carlisle, I that's a bad road. Oh, too. that's terrible. I'm talking before PA. Oh, yeah. Like, everything yeah. before PA is all right. <laughs> so, well, we were in Bristol obviously a couple of weeks ago and yeah. which is Basically, the majority of the trip is 81 through Virginia. It was such a nice drive. Like, smooth, everything's good, you're cruising along. Super smooth. Yeah. Welcome to West Virginia. Bam! Yeah. <laughs> the whole rig, like, drops into the asphalt. I'm like, well, that was fun while it lasted. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now back to Northeast Roads. All right, here we are. And pothole, 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 pothole. I concur. Yeah. Yeah, uh, South Carolina's a real treat. Sounds like a thunderstorm. But uh, yeah, you asked about my pick for next week. You know yeah. what? I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna do it. I've been holding out. I have not been picking my guy. I've been picking everyone else's guy. It's time. I'm picking Ross Chastain the women winning race tomorrow because you know what? Come on. Actually, yeah. I, I think- was thinking about Daniel Suarez, but you know what? Both track house cars won at a, uh, a a road course this year, and Ross has been really good at road courses. So you know what? I'm gonna pick him. Well, he's it. peaking at the right time. I agree with that, Nolan. Actually, that in my head before we start making picks, I was thinking that too. I was like, I think I hope he wins this weekend. I really hope he does. Or Blaney. Thank you. <laughs> sorry, nice sorry, Alex. You. I know you haven't got your victory yet, but I really, I really want to see, I really want to see Ross in the final four, just just to see what Denny Hamlin will do, if he's in it or not. I want to see Ross Chastain knock out Denny Hamlin. Oh in my gosh, he's like Martinsville. And he's like, I'm gonna get you back. No, no, he just no, takes no. him out. And then- listen, I will buy Ross Chastain merch if that happens. All right, you don't need another driver. <laughs> you know? That's the definition of winning the battle but losing the war. Yes, be over. you lost both, Denny. <laughs> it's not worth it. Let oh. Byron take him out. You can get a Byron shirt. I want Ross to win. You can get a, a Chastain uh, championship hey. shirt when he doesn't hit that. I, I want chaos. <laughs> I want to see people Team body chaos. slammed and cry, you know, cuss each other out. And there's a fight. There's a brawl. I want to see the 12 car pulling away for the victory while everyone else gets in fights. Every time I think about Martinsville, I think about that. That big Santa Claus looking dude going after Danny Hamlin when he pissed off Chase, when he wrecked Chase Elliott. When he was yes! I like, remember you this. my boy. I'm like, dude, who is this guy? Santa. Oh, I just love it. It was so good. My favorite thing about Danny Hamlin is he always has to justify his stupid actions. And he's always like, look, look, look. I didn't mean to. Yeah. I'm sure like, he didn't. He drove through the back of Chase Elliott to wreck him. And then when Chase confronts him, he's like, look. Look, no, you don't understand. I'm a veteran. I, I, yes, <laughs> you are wrong. I know I lifted the back of your car off the ground, but it's your fault you wrecked. And then Chase is like, how many championships you got, Denny? <laughs> oh, I have one. I wonder if Denny Hamlin's shoulders hurt from how much he shrugs when he's explaining things to guys. <laughs> well, he does shrug a lot. I didn't bring that up. Yeah, but aren't you worried that Ross Chastain is on his list that he does nothing about? Uh, no. <laughs> he's, he's just gonna. I think then he's gonna try to do something, but he's not gonna be successful with it. His yeah. list is too long. He's lost the script. He's mad at everybody. And <laughs> I just need Ross to just dodge that. Yeah. Yeah. They've been, they've been they've been doing well. They were next to each other today, and it's like you know what? It's cool. All finally. My gosh, I really thought that was never gonna end. It would have been bored by now. Yeah, if I think he kept he- doing that. I think he realized he just needs to win races and not be a petty little middle schooler. Yeah, yeah I think he over-adjusted there at the end of the regular season because he went through like a 10 or 8 race stretch where he just finished outside of the top 10. I mean, he was doing really well during the race and then he couldn't finish. It was, it was weird. I think he was trying to find himself a little bit. I mean, there were some other issues like uh, wheel lungs and stuff not going on. But I... You know, I, I thought there was a little bit of an adjustment period. Literally, I, I joked about the Indy Road Force thing, but I think there is an adjustment. And now during playoffs, especially in the last two or three races, I've, I've watched his onboards. I've really heard their conservative, conservative but aggressive approach. And it feels like they're rebounding from uh, a period of reflection in the middle of the season there where they, uh, they really had to regroup 
And, you know, they came back their regression and they're coming back now inch by inch. And I'm seeing the results and I'm hoping next week will be a uh, next step in the right direction. Well, I'd rather see him win the nine. Just because I've seen him, the nine win there every time I've been at the Roval so far. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen A.J. Omendinger and Chase Elliott win every single race I've been at the Roval. I need That's a new true. winner. I need a new winner. Three for three. Well, I'm sorry He's to say bored, A.J. Omendinger right? is going to win again, probably. What? A.J. Omendinger is probably going to win again. Probably. But we need to change the narrative because he's... I'm okay with it, but just like, I want to see someone different. If I, I went to the same event four years in a row, I saw the same person win four times in a row. No, I I mean, I get it. Uh, I yeah. It up. It's, I think, you pick Blaney, so I don't want to pick Blaney. Plus, it, I pick him a lot. I'll pick. Did I pick Blaney? You did. Well, you I picked have... like four different drivers, but Blaney was one Well, of I was them. saying, I hope <laughs> Ross wins. Uh, yeah. But yeah, pick Blaney. I think Blaney. I, I have a driver in my head that I'm surprised anybody has said. I've been listening for his name, so I'm curious if you're going to say it, and I'll tell you who it is afterwards. But go ahead with your pick. I'm going to hear it. Kyle Larson. I'm picking Kyle Larson. Oh, okay. That's not I, I think it's going to be a Chevy because the Chevys have just been really hard to beat on road courses. So, And then when I think of Chevy, I'm like, well, Kyle Larson is there, I think, like every time. So I feel like sure. I just have to go number five. Will Who Bowman are you thinking? be back? Bowman's not going back. I was thinking of Tyler Reddick, another Chevy. Oh, man. I talked about that during the race today. Yeah, you did. How did none of us pick Tyler Reddick? I was like, during the race, I'm like, I think Tyler Reddick's going to win next week. And then, like, I don't know. Probably forgot. Probably forgot he was in the race today, too. I mean, honestly, those are all solid picks. Like, there's a yeah. good chance any of the drivers Just, we mentioned wins. Because the trend with road courses until, what, Chase won which road course recently? Uh, none. The Glen? Did he win the Glen? No, Larson beat him. That's he right. was leading late, and then well, one, yeah, Larson I mean, wrecked him. Remember the turn one on the final lap or whatever that was? Yeah, that's right, baby. That's right. So, <laughs> technically, he hasn't won a road course race this year? No, because it was Chastain, okay. Larson, Reddick, Reddick, Larson. Well, that right? gives me hope that, that things could shake up. Suarez, I'm sorry. Suarez won the yeah, no, Yeah, no, no, no. I said Larson instead of Suarez. So, it was Chastain, Suarez, Reddick, Reddick, Larson. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, and all Chevy drivers and TBH, well, I think it's going to keep going that way. I think route. if Bowman's back. Do you think Bowman's going to come back? I, don't, I think Bowman's gone for the season, really. I, maybe I'm, but like. He can win this race. Yeah, but like, look at Kurt Busch, man. I mean, we're we're now nine weeks into Kurt Busch's concussion that he <clears> thought was going to be a, a brief stint. I, I don't know. But I just know. Yeah, Bowman could still save his playoffs if he wins. He could, and and I like, I really like Alex Bowman, so I would love to see him come back. I just, I don't know. I I feel like once you step out, they're going to be so cautious to get you back in that I yeah. just don't see it happening right away. You're right. So, do you guys remember that Chase Briscoe? This is the track that revived him. Remember, he had like a part time ride with the '98 car. And he won at the Roval, and that kind of sent him back. Into oh, the- that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I completely forgot that. Yeah, I wasn't there for that race, but I remember watching it. But- well, how about, you were talking about Rainy Roval. How about that Rainy Xfinity race with Almondinger and Briscoe? Just. I was there. I know. That was and awesome. that was an amazing race. I was soaked. I was in yeah. a poncho. I fell asleep in the rain during the rain delay. I just sat out in the rain and just fell asleep. <laughs> I didn't care. That's so funny. I, I just was, can't even fathom this. Just taking everything in. Oh, but that was such a good race. And like watching the two of them just 
slide the car to get one guy to get the lead, and then the other guy would slide. Yep. And it was fun, man. It was oh, that was so. I really legitimately Cody Ware got that. seventh. Really? Yeah, he dude, he's a good road road racer in the rain. Wow, that's and that was the weekend I actually was able to race with him at GoPro, which is cool. Oh, that's kind of cool. He lapped everybody. I was like, oh, okay. You should do that again and <laughs> hand out some racing addict stickers. Yeah, I have some actually. I could do that. Nice. Yeah. We've actually been pretty nice to Cody Ware lately, so actually, this is a good time to do it. Yeah. So how well, yeah, about he died last week? Yeah. yeah seriously, that. Oh, yeah. I um, I can't do keep doing these hard hits, man. It's like hard on my heart. Like watching, ugh, all of them. Just not not good. Um, Xfinity. Uh, I mean. Do we do we pick Xfinity or do we all just pick AJ Allmendinger? Like, how do you want to handle this? <laughs> Probably going to be AJ. First off, are any of are any of the Hendrick cars going to this one? Because that, oh, that's been a, a lot question. of Hendrick entries. I don't think they're allowed because the playoffs started. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh. we are in the playoffs. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Okay. So, um. Ah, oh, it's a shoot, man, AJ. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, Noah Gragson's winning good? everything. Do we just throw I him mean, on the list? I'd be surprised if AJ wins. But um, I'm trying to think who's a good road racer. Allgaier's up there usually. Allgaier's a solid guy. He always just makes a mistake, though, at the end. Dude, he was going to win it last year. All he season. Was, AJ was not going to win the race last year, last year's Roval race. He wasn't going to win. I, I cannot Something remember happened. it, so you may have to refresh me. Did Allgaier well, throw that one away? He was up front, but something did happen because I was – a friend that like all guy and he was upset about oh. it. Yeah. It's man Which that Ty Dillon was in that race actually. So. Yeah. The seven team has got to figure out how to finish these races. It's and it's it's been Justin a lot of the times, but Bristol, he threw that away. They he had that win in the books. And then yeah. even Dega, they were strong, looked good, and something happened on Pit Road and they ended up eight seconds behind the pack. Yeah, I don't know. I man that it stinks because they've got speed week in, week out, week in, week out, and they just don't have the Ws to show it, and they should. That. He's got to get that championship. You guys have picks for the Xfinity championship? I I, I think Allgaier legitimately has a shot. If you can get Allgaier to Phoenix, it's probably his win. But yeah. if you don't, it's probably going to be Gregson. That's just it's hard theory. to bet against Gregson yeah. right now, honestly. I mean, he has everything going right for him. Not just success, but... Opportunities and momentum is huge. Momentum, I mean, he is. He has everything in the world. I mean, everything going right for him right now in racing, as you say. Yeah, but. I agree. Uh, do you have any early thoughts, Nolan? Almondinger still in it. Almondinger, yeah. 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 He uh, he advanced. He, won, won, yeah. uh, he locked into the round of eight, right? Round of eight. Oh yeah, yeah. obviously. Locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, because yeah. it's this is a cutoff for them, I think. No. <sighs> Vegas. Is Vegas cut off for both? Because Vegas is cut off. For, no, it's no. not. You're right. Because you're right. I think how they have it, so like cut off for Xfinity. No. This has to be cut off for Xfinity. I know it's cut off for Cup. It's not cut off for Xfinity. Because yeah. Bristol happened, and what was after Bristol? Texas. 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 And then it was Dega. Dega. And then it's going to be... This is a riveting show. There's probably somebody listening with the schedule on their phone yelling at the screen. You know what? I'm just, yeah, it's just smart. I got the standings right here. Let me get, let me get 
the schedule rolling out here? Oh my gosh. I'm Rather so sound like a bunch of idiots. Round of here. eight. Oh, wait. Yeah, this is a cutoff for them. So this locks into the round of eight for Xfinity. Yep, and same with okay. Cup. How did that happen? I'm picking Almondinger. If we're picking, I'm picking Almondinger. Oh, pick, like he's picking at the Bristol right time. was a cutoff race for the Cup Series. Yes. So they both started the same round at the same time. Yes. Gotcha. It uh, was the start for Xfinity and the end of a round for Cup. Yeah. So, That's uh, what it was. Let me look at the standings. Yeah, I mean, give us the give us the top 12 in Xfinity right now. So right now, Sieg is plus six for the cutoff uh, for the bubble. Which is awesome, by the way. Like, yeah. I love seeing him but run so well. the cost of it is Hemrick is at negative six. He's in ninth. I mean, honestly, the 39 has been outrunning that 11 car a yeah, lot. He has. Like, it's just the truth. Um, Riley Herps, 10 out. He's a good road course racer. Um, yeah, Brandon Jones, 10 out. Or... You know, ninth, tenth, and eleventh are right there. Sam Mayer's plus twelve, so I, I think you know Allgaier's plus twenty five. I think he's a lock. He's close. Barry's yeah. plus twenty seven. Hill is plus forty three. Hill has plus brought it on. Yeah, like they took that team to the next. level. I cannot level. believe that. I. I, don't I want, it's almost like I don't want to believe that he's yeah. been that successful because he's a rookie. Well, I thought Sheldon Creed was going to set the world on fire, and Austin Hill was going to be good but not yeah. amazing. It's and, the opposite. And it's the complete opposite, which still shocks me. Yeah. Um, I mean, Austin Hill's a good driver. I think we knew that going in, but I just didn't. Like, he's legitimately been really strong the last three or four weeks. Oh, you're right. Um, at every racetrack. And I don't, Creed has speed and just doesn't complete, which is so weird. So, yeah, I say Sam Mayer and Ryan Seeger on the bubble of losing their spots, and then Hemrick, Riley Herbst, and Brandon Jones need to, they're below the cut, but have a shot. Making yeah. It, so Brandon Jones either wins the race or finishes twelfth. He ha- that team has He's no in between right now. Well, we'll see how good he is in the nine car next year. If he can't go sweep September, then I'm gonna be pretty disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> J- team JRM man, they got speed right now. That's good. I I love JRM, so I think it's great. I love seeing it. Yeah. But yeah, I think seven. I think it's just an Algar's year. I do. There there's a little bit of a different. I don't know. Things just feel different with that team this year. Again, they can't close to save their life, but they're they're there every race, and I don't know. There, there's something a little different, so I hope they pull it off. Um, do we dare pick cup champions yet, or do we even know? Like, I don't even know who to pick as a cup champion because it. I could I could give you five different names right now. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who. Okay, go ahead. Who are you going to pick there, Nolan? Justin, I did pick him <laughs> earlier before the. I, I did like earlier before the chase started, or the not the chase, whatever the playoffs, whatever it's called these days. That was very uh, 2008 of you. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell the last time I really watched NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, right. Chase. That was that was really good. I mean, that's no shock. Some days I wake, wake up and I'm like, "Where's Tony Stewart? Where's Jimmy Johnson? Where's Carl Edwards?" So Casey, Casey Kane, where are you? Yeah, everyone's wondering where Carl Edwards is. Yeah, I know. He makes an appearance on TV once every year and a half, and then he goes back. He's like the groundhog. If he sees his shadow, six more months of no Carl Edwards. <laughs> Why, six years? Six years, yeah. Oh Apparently he saw his shadow because he's gone. Carl's coming back. He found his shadow. Oh, my gosh. And Dale was right there next to him. <laughs> <laughs> Junior. Oh, man. Like, All right, so Mitch, gun to your head. You have to pick a cup champion right now. I, uh... Remember, I switched my pick to Larson in the beginning of I, I think of the thing. Yeah. It was yeah. Joey at uh, the beginning of the year? 
I'm still sticking with Larson. I think. Um, I mean, that's a good pick. He's, he's a savage. Um, at the beginning of the uh, chase, I'm just going to embrace it and call it chase too. At the beginning of the chase, <laughs> um, I picked Kevin Harvick. So obviously, I'm going to change my pick at this point because I was wrong. I still can't believe Tyler Reddick's out because I would have easily yeah. put him top four. Like I just can't even. I think him, Larson, this. Elliot, and then another guy in the top four. I don't know who the fourth guy would yeah. be. But. I. I legitimately do not know who to pick because Chase Elliott seems like a solid pick. He could be, but then look at the last three weeks where he ran mid-pack and or wrecked every week. But he knows how to win at the right time. I guess. It's like it doesn't. I mean, consistency is huge, but dude, you just got to win a race to make it to the next round. He was actually coming into Talladega. He was only like ten points, fifteen points above. I guess a wreck would have took him out. What what are the top eight in points right now? Do you have that still open on your phone? Yeah, so um, so t- top three are Chase, Ryan Blaney, and Ross. They're 28 points or better to the good. Uh, okay. Denny's 21 points to the good. Joey's 18 points to the good. Larson's 18 points to the good. Swords is 12. Prisco is tied with ninth uh, with Cindric. Willie B is negative 11 Negative 33 is Christopher Bell, and Alex Bowman is there in last. Man, I just don't even know who to pick. Like, I would say, realistically, it would be 12, 9, or 11. And my mind can't deal with it being the 9 or the 11, so I'm just going to go Blaney. (laughs) We might as well not even ask you. (laughs) No, I... The I I don't I still I think consistency is going to mean something towards the end and I just the nine teams all over the place I don't think they're going to do it I would if I were putting money on it I would favor the eleven over the nine probably to be honest but I have a policy against picking Denny Hamlin so Ryan Blaney yeah uh, honestly I I think Kyle Larson's probably the best shot but I didn't want to pick the same guy you did so oh you're good you could pick He's, him. Yeah, he's he's good. So I wonder who Dave would pick. He needs to update his because he had picked Evan Harvick uh, because of recency bias. He had kind of won. Yeah. That's true. Going into it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point. I don't know who he'd pick. We'll have to we'll have to get David on the on the horn and see who his updated pick is at some point. Um, probably would be a Ford. He'd probably go Joseph. I feel like he'd be a team Joseph. I could see it. Yeah, he's been quiet. Yeah. And and decently consistent, so he's yeah. he's kind of good at that. Um, that or Ty Gibbs, I'm gonna go with Ty Gibbs. I think so. Um, anyway, I think uh, I think we're gonna wrap up this episode so I can move the uh, iMac out of the falling of the raindrops. Uh, Nolan, thanks for joining us, man. Happy to be here. I had nothing better to do. Watched the race. <laughs> I had a lot of thoughts about it, and I had a lot of time to uh, keep it all to myself. But no, you guys asked me to be on the pod, and I was like, heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Always a good time hanging out with you guys. Heck yeah. Awesome. Appreciate yeah, uh, we, we love it too, man. Uh, Mitch, thanks for you being here as well. Of course. Thank you for letting me come over and watch Dega <laughs> with you. And Of course, yeah. yeah uh, you'll, have to, you'll have to keep us updated next week, obviously, with how the Roval is. Yeah, yeah, it should be interesting. How those free so. tickets look. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it'll be, I think it'll be pretty good. I'm going to go down. I'm going to take a half day on Friday and then nice. come back on Monday. So I'll have goodies for... Uh, Next time we record. 
Nice. I have a okay. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna surprise you. Okay. So I'm excited. I'm ready to be surprised. Yeah, so whoever is in the studio can consume it. Can consume it. All right. <laughs> I'm in. I can't wait. So. Well, it'll be good. Uh, thanks for tuning in again, guys, and we will see you all next time. Yep. Later. Gator. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>